0: Hello everyone, Tom Shanklin here, so glad to be with you, and uh, it is good to see you today. You say, well, you can't see me. Well, I see you. I see you as a beautiful person who God created and who Jesus died for, and now Jesus has risen from the dead, and he is alive to do miracles in your life. And today I'd like to talk to you about miracles, miracles, miracles. You know, the Bible is a book of miracles. If we took the miracles out of the Bible, it would just be another book. You know, the Bible said, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. This is the word of God. God created everything. It didn't come from a big bang or some happenstance. Uh, uh, It really is confusion to even think that. No, there is a creator, just look around. (laughs) And he has done it all for you, praise God, in sending Jesus to die for your sins. And so today I want to talk about miracles and how miracles prove that Jesus is alive. And I'm going to read a portion, a portion of scripture to you from the book of Acts. If you'd like to grab your Bible and read along, do so. That'd be great. And we're going to be in Acts chapter 4. And we'll begin in the 29th verse. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word, by stretching forth thy hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them that out of the things that he possessed with his, were his, was his own, but they had all things common. And now notice verse 33, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. With great power, the apostles gave witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and great grace was upon them all. You know, a witness is someone who produces proof. If you're in a court of law and they bring forth the witness, the witness is there to produce proof that a certain thing is true, someone's guilty or not guilty or whatever. The apostles gave witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They proved that Jesus is alive, not only by their preaching and teaching, not only by the powerful anointed preaching that Peter and others did, but also through the power and demonstration of the Spirit through miracles, through miracles. We see that the book of Acts is filled with miracles. In fact, this story actually begins with a miracle. We go back to the third chapter when uh, Peter and John went up to the gate beautiful, went up to the temple at the hour of prayer and at the gate beautiful there was a lame man there who had never walked and Peter looked at him and said, because he was begging, said, Silver and gold have I none, But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk." And he went walking and leaping and praising God. Well, think of it. The man had never even uh, walked a day in his life, and yet by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, this man uh, was, was raised up and went walking and leaping and praising God. What a demonstration of the Spirit. And so, of course, Peter took occasion to preach Uh, the name of Jesus, that through faith in his name this man had been made whole and he preached the gospel to them and called them to repentance and it said that 5,000 people uh, received the message of Christ. But the leaders of the temple, the priests and the Sadducees and the leaders of the temple were upset because they, they preached the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, not only did Jesus die on a cross for our sins, Praise God he did that. He took our sins in his own body on the tree so that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. By his stripes we were healed. A powerful work took place on that cross because he took the sin and the punishment that we deserved so that we could be made righteous in his sight. It's a miracle and it's a covenant from God that he said through that he would forgive your sins and give you new life, amen, and bring you into a whole new dimension with him. You know, we are through what Christ did, we are united with God in a powerful covenant. We are together with him, we are one with him and Jesus did that on the cross, he died for our sins, he bore our sins and it's a powerful thing. But you know, they, they laid him in the grave but on the third day, God raised him from the dead. He was dead, dead, dead. His body was mutilated, he, all the blood was drained out of his body. He was dead, but Jesus rose from the dead. Praise God, and he is alive. So the early church, the apostles in the, in the early church, that was, the, that was the, the core of their message that Jesus is alive. I mean, think of it, you know, there's no other religious leader in the history of the world that rose from the dead. Only Jesus was able to rise from the dead because death could not hold him, praise God. You know, so that's the unique thing about Christianity and, and the life that we have in Christ is that we serve a risen Savior. He is alive, praise God. So the religious leaders were upset in their at their preaching in the name of Jesus. And Peter told them, there's no other name under heaven whereby you may be saved but by the name of Jesus. And always remember that, only Jesus saves, praise God. There may be others who teach good things and have good moral teachings and so forth, but only Jesus saves your soul, amen? Only Jesus can make your spirit come alive, praise God, because through the miracle of the new birth, we are changed. You see, that is a miracle too, amen, when, when Jesus comes into your life and you're born again, you become a new creature. So the religious leaders are upset and they threaten the disciples to stop preaching Jesus, stop preaching the resurrection, but they said, what can we do? God has told us to do this. So they went back to the church and they had a prayer meeting they told them what had happened, what the priests had said and they began to pray. You know, that church should be a place uh, where you can be strengthened and helped and encouraged when you go through difficulties and when there's persecutions and problems uh, in your life, then you ought to be able to go to church and find support. And that's what they did. They went there and they prayed. And as we began reading today in our scripture passage, they said, Lord, look at their threatenings. Look at their threatenings and grant unto your servants boldness to speak your word. You see, when you're threatened, you can become intimidated and you can feel like, wow, I better not say anything. You know, I better just be quiet. But they didn't pray, oh Lord, help us to hide out during this persecution, help us to lie low uh, so that nobody will attack us, protect us, oh Lord, from from these grievous threats. No, they said, give us more boldness so we can keep keep speaking the word of God. Because you see, they had seen Jesus risen from the dead, praise God. Uh, The Bible tells us that 500 people saw Jesus alive after he rose from the dead. I mean, what a tremendous uh, testimony. If you had 500 people give witness in a court of law that something was true, that someone had done some crime I mean, it would be lock, stock, and barrel. It would be that would be the end of the the end of the deal. That person would be convicted because of the power of that testimony. Well, 500 people gave testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and those who have looked into and researched uh, these historical events have determined that this really happened. Now, if you don't want to believe, then you won't believe. But if you come with an honest heart and look at the facts, you will realize that Jesus is alive. Praise God. But not only do the historical facts prove that Jesus is alive, but the miracles, signs, and wonders which are done in his name give proof of the resurrection. And that's what they were praying. Give us boldness to speak your word. Help us, Lord, to keep preaching the good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Help us to tell people that Jesus is alive and they can be forgiven and they can have a life uh, with him. And then He said, they said, by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus, You see, signs and wonders are part of the gospel. The gospel is supernatural, amen. It is to be proclaimed with signs following. Mark 16, go into all the world and preach the gospel. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. I want to encourage you to include signs and wonders in your theology and not only in your theology, but in your practice. He said they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They said they will cast out devils in the name of Jesus. He said they will speak in other languages, supernatural things. That is the realm of the believer, amen? Why? Because Jesus lives in us, amen? Jesus is alive in his church, praise God. Amen. So these apostles prayed this way, and I want to encourage you to pray that, that way, and we're going to pray that way today. Praise God and stir ourselves up uh, to believe God for miracles and signs and wonders. And the Bible said that after they prayed, the place was shaken. You know, sometimes we've seen people shake under the power of God. And of course, many people will make fun of that type of thing. But it happens, you know, sometimes the flesh just can't handle the power of God. And it's powerful when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. But the power was so great that day that not only did the people shake, but the building that they were in shook. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Now they had been filled with the Holy Spirit, but they were once again filled with the fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. and. It caused them to unite, amen? Amen? If you want your church to unite, let, then just let the Holy Spirit have control of, of your lives and you'll do what he wants you to do and you'll be in unity, amen? The only way we're ever going to be in unity is to get, let the Holy Spirit be in charge. But then it says, with great power, the apostles gave witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus told his disciples, the works that I do, shall you do also he that believes in me the works that I do shall you do also and Matthew Mark Luke and John are full of miracles and signs and wonders as I said the Bible is a book of miracles amen the gospel accounts of Jesus life are books of miracles praise God and John he says not everything that he did is written down. If it did, it would fill the whole world. I mean, Jesus did many more miracles than the ones that are recorded, and yet he told his disciples, the works that I do will you do also, and greater works than these shall you do, because I go unto the Father. Now, how can we do mighty works? Are we some big shot, super spiritual people that can do this? No, 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 it's not us. Jesus said in John 15, he says, without me you can do nothing. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. It's only through our connection with him that we can see these miracles and signs and wonders that he's called us to do. It's only through his power moving in us that this can happen. And that's like why Paul in the first chapter of Ephesians prayed Uh, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we might know the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. Are you a believer today? Praise God. Well, there's power in your life, praise God. And Paul was praying that we would know the power that's in our life, that we would realize that we have been anointed by the Holy Spirit and the spirit of resurrection is in us, you see? And he said that you would know the greatness of his power towards us who believe. And then it says, according to that mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, praise God. What power is in you? What power is in me? Resurrection power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us, and quickens our mortal body, amen. We have life and life more abundantly through Jesus Christ. And he lives in the Christian believer. And it's time for us to wake up to the reality of what this means. Man, I'm telling you, Christianity is not some sleepy old religion. You know, the, the just, uh, you just go through some form and ritual every Sunday morning and then go home and act like you did before. No, this is life-changing, miracle-working. This is Holy Ghost living, praise God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. God wants you to experience this today, praise God, because Jesus is alive. Amen. And you see, the things that he did, he wants you to do. Jesus just said, be healed. We say, be healed in the name of Jesus. How can it possibly happen? Through that union of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, he says, the Holy Spirit, he called him the Comforter, he says, the Comforter, the Consoler, the one called alongside the Holy, the Holy Spirit has been with you but he shall be in you. You see, after Jesus died, And he rose again, he ascended to heaven and poured out this power of the Holy Spirit upon his church. And Jesus talked about this, he says, that he is with you, of course he was with them and through the ministry of Jesus, the Holy Spirit was with them, but he said, he shall be in you, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And then he said, he, Jesus, would manifest himself to the believers, after his death, burial, and resurrection, they said, how can you do this? He said, if you love me and you keep my commandments, my Father will love you, I will love you, and we will come to you. So, not only does the Holy Spirit live in you, but Jesus lives in you by the Holy Spirit. Not only does the Holy Spirit live in you, but the Father lives in you by the Holy Spirit, because the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one, and he makes us one, And when we walk in the consciousness and awareness that God is in us, miraculous things will happen. Amen. The Bible said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. So we need to humble ourselves and realize that we can't accomplish anything worthwhile through our intellectual ability. It doesn't matter how many years we go to seminary. Amen. As long as it's dead letter, it will produce nothing. But when Jesus comes in your life, something's going to happen. Power is going to come. Power is going to change you and change the world around you. Praise God. God's got extraordinary things for you. Praise God. And the Bible said in the book of Acts, he says, uh, talked about the things that Jesus did. He said the things that Jesus began to do and teach, you see, because Jesus is still doing and teaching today. And he loves you so much and he wants to do a miracle in your life. So the early church gave great witness, the apostles gave gave great witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ through their preaching, through their teaching, and through the miracles. We see it all through the book of Acts. We see... Uh, Not only the the miracle at the gate, beautiful, but then Peter, Peter's shadow healing people, paralyzed people got off their cots and beds and began to walk. Miracles started happening by the presence of God that he carried. Uh, We see Philip going down to the city of Samaria and preaching Christ to them and great signs and wonders uh, drew the people. They listened to him because of the miracles we see paralyzed people raised up, we see the dead raised through Peter's ministry, we see miracles in Paul's ministry all through the book of Acts, miracles and signs and wonders attest that Jesus is alive. And I know some people say, oh yes, that's true, that's true Tom, you got that right, but ever since the apostles are gone now, that's all stopped. Well, I've come to tell you it hasn't stopped. (laughs) Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's nothing in the Bible that said it would ever stop. Amen. Until Jesus comes back and then it's all fulfilled. But in during this age, he's going to keep doing miracles, signs, and wonders as long as we believe and pray for them. Amen. And he wants to do a miracle in your life today. And I've seen so many miracles. And as I need encouragement myself. I'll think back on the things that have happened in my own life, how he miraculously changed my life. I was bound up in drugs and alcohol. And through the miracle of the new birth and the power of the Holy Spirit, I was delivered of that. And we've seen many people healed by the power of God. I'm thinking about a young woman in India. Several years ago, we were over there preaching. We were preaching late at night in a village because all the people were working till dark. And then the, and they came in and they had their meals. And then they came out for an open air meeting. And we preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we began to pray for the people in mass, praying for everybody in the name of Jesus. And this young girl, and there, actually there was many miracles and many healings that night. But this young girl came forward, and it was just so dramatic, and we do have it on video. And she said, I have been healed. I had a tumor, uh, and it was in her lower abdomen. We don't know what it was. Uh, we have no way of knowing if it was uh, benign or cancerous or what it was, uh, because, of course, they don't have medical Treatment or testing or anything like we do here. Those village people, they're impoverished. But she had this big lump. How big was it? We said it. She said the size of her hand. And it disappeared instantly in the power of Jesus' name. And we began to praise and magnify God. And the mayor of that city, I don't know if they call him a mayor, but that's what he was. He was the chief of that village, testified yes, I know she had that tumor. And it instantly left her in Jesus' name. I got to thinking about that several years later, and and I talked to our friend that we had worked with in India, and he contacted the pastors that work in that region, and they went out to that village and checked on that girl, and she was still healed and free of that tumor many years later. Praise God. So I thank God for his miracle power and I expect that he will continue to do those miracles until he comes back. I'm expecting him to do them in my own life, amen, in my own family, uh, in my own ministry, in my wife, amen, I'm expect because God is a God of miracles. The Bible is a a book of miracles and I live by this book, amen, (laughs) and God is very, very powerful. God is very, very powerful. He created the earth. He raised Jesus from the dead. Uh, he, he brought fire down when Elijah prayed. Amen. Uh, he multiplied the fishes and the loaves. I mean, we could go on and on about these tremendous miracles, and we're still seeing them today. So I'd like to lead you in a prayer. First of all, we'll, we'll just pray and affirm Jesus Christ is Lord of our lives if you've never done that step into it right today make a choice because Jesus is alive you know you know by the way Jesus has appeared to people in these modern days we understand that a lot of uh people from the muslim faith have experienced Jesus Christ as the savior of the world and been changed instantly by that experience just as he appeared to Uh, Paul or Saul on the road to Damascus. He's still doing that today. Praise God. So I want to encourage you, if you've never really made Jesus Lord of your life, if you never repented of your sins, you can do that today. And then I want to pray for boldness and that the Lord will stretch forth His hand. And if you need a miracle today, let's believe for a miracle today. Right now, yeah, God can heal uh, through the video. God can heal wherever you are because He's wherever you are. Amen. I don't have to be there. Amen. He's there. He's there with you. Praise God. So just pray this prayer from your heart. Just affirm Jesus as Lord of your life. Just say, Dear Father, I thank you for Jesus. I believe he died for me. And I believe he rose again. And I confess, Jesus is my Lord. Satan is not my Lord. Sin is not my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. And I believe that my God is a God of miracles. You, Father, are a God of miracles. You raised Jesus from the dead and today you affirm those miracles with signs and wonders. So, Father, grant unto your servant's boldness to speak your word. Stretching forth your hand to heal in the name of your holy child Jesus and that signs and wonders may be done in that name. Even now, Heavenly Father, as we pray, begin to do miracles in the lives of the people, those who are watching just begin to do a miracle in their life. If they've been befuddled in their mind or confused, deliver them now in Jesus' name. If they have pains in their joints, we command that pain to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Those who have issues in their heart, heart problems, um, I can't think of the word where the rhythm is wrong, heal in Jesus' name in Jesus name, in Jesus name, clots, blockages in the arteries be healed in the name of Jesus. Cancers go in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you came to give life and life more abundantly. We ask you to heal marriages. Lord, we believe you for miracles. We command the spirit of strife to go out of Uh, households right now in Jesus' name and families that have been divided. We speak healing in the name, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, bring peace to those troubled souls right now, Lord, those that are troubled and hurting, those that are worried and afflicted. Bring your peace, Lord. Bring your peace. Bring the knowledge of your salvation and your deliverance to them in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we just love you and we just honor you and we praise you, oh God. We know without you we can do nothing, but we're looking to you, Lord. We're looking to you. Right where the people are, in their living room or bedroom or pickup truck or car or maybe listening or watching, whatever it is, Lord, heal them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give them a new beginning today. And may you be glorified in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, we'd love to hear from you. We want to know what God has done in your life. If you received a miracle of healing today, please write to us. Uh, you know, you can connect with us through, uh, if you're on YouTube, you can connect with We have uh, the links below. Um, get on our website at ShanklinMinistries.org and you can connect with us there. Sign up for our emails. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or on iTunes or wherever you are. And we just want to be a blessing to you. Thanks so much for watching or listening today. And we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen.